Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua, and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angel Nablah, and, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mark Twain going down the rivers of America. You can see the Disneyland band playing on the bottom deck and guests on all three levels watching. To the right, you can see the waterfall of Cascade Peak. On the back, it reads, Mark Twain. The stately Mark Twain stern wheel steamboat cruises past the Cascade Mountain Waterfall on a journey along frontier lands, rivers of America. It's postmarked October 15, 1967, with a Los Angeles, build your future wisely, safely, U.S. savings bond cancel, and a five-cent blue George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, October 15, 1967, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 99 and a low of 57. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Connors of Katona, New York. It reads, Having a nice time. Will write. Keep to phone if he calls. Pam said, going to Long Beach, then San Diego. Mother, go-go girls. While going through my almanac looking at 1967, I noticed that it was a big year of growth for the park. Along with the 1967 New Tomorrowland, which I've discussed on previous episodes of the podcast, there is also growth in the newest land, New Orleans Square. Most of these additions are special because they were some of the last projects that Walt Disney worked on before his death in late 1966. The Go-Go Girls and Mother would have been able to experience many of these new attractions, shops, and dining options. Most notably, 1967 saw the addition of the Blue Bayou in New Orleans Square, which opened with Pirates of the Caribbean on March 18th. A month later, Pirates would have an official ribbon-cutting ceremony. Some attractions received name changes, like Circle Vision became Circle Vision 360. The new Circle Vision 360 used the same concept of its predecessor, but the attraction was refreshed with a new queue and pre-show room, cast member costumes, and a new film entitled America the Beautiful. Do you know what's great to put on a special greeting card? Vintage stamps from Enfield Post. Be sure to check out the special Sunday sales at EP Sunday Sale on Instagram. It's a great way to add a little bit of flair to a birthday card, holiday card, or a postcard. That's EP Sunday Sale on Instagram, or you can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E N F I E L D 
P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has Main Street Station with the E.P. Ripley pulling in with passenger cars. Below you can see the Floral Mickey and posters for Autopia, the Enchanted Tiki Room, the Jungle Cruise, the Golden Horseshoe, and other attractions. If you look closely, you can see one of the trash cans at the station. On the back it reads, Guests entering the Magic Kingdom are greeted by a floral Mickey Mouse and the Santa Fe and Disneyland Depot, where a scaled-down model of a passenger train of another era puffs out of the station to take them on a scenic tour of Disneyland. It's postmarked October 15, 1967, with a Los Angeles Build Your Future Wisely, Safely, U.S. Savings Bond Cancel, and a 5-cent blue George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, October 15, 1967, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 99 and a low of 57. It's addressed to a Mr. Charles Walken of Katona, New York. It reads... Dear Charles, having a nice time. The jet over was swell. Wonderful. We went to the Tiger Room last night and to Disneyland Sunday and taking a trip to Los Angeles tomorrow and then to Long Beach and then to San Diego. Mother, the Go-Go Girls. During this time of growth and refurbishment, there was one fan-favorite attraction removed from Tomorrowland in 1967. The House of the Future was removed in the later part of the year in December but it was removed earlier from the park maps, according to my fall-winter 67 map, which doesn't list the attraction. Most of the removal process of the flight circle and the flying saucers, preparing for the additions of the people mover and the carousel of progress, were completed in 1966. 1966 and 1967 are interesting years for park maps. From opening day until 1965, park maps were simple, one-page brochure-style handouts with two or three folds, making six to eight panels. One side of the page and half of the panels were dedicated to the park map, and the other panels were filled with park information and a cover panel. The new maps were much more detailed and had maps for each individual land and expanded information about shows, dining, entertainment, and guest services. The first few pages of the Disneyland guide maps were focused on the A through E ticketing system and which attractions required the various levels of tickets. On a final note, I chose these two postcards because I recently picked them up during my trip to New York City. I bought every postcard sent from Disneyland at the postcard fair I attended. Throughout my entire collection, I do have a handful of postcards either sent by the same person or a group of postcards sent to a particular person or family. Looking closely at these postcards, they were sent on the same day to the same address. Many postcards discuss future or recent travels. These postcards mention San Diego and Long Beach, but this postcard also specifically mentions the Tiger Room. I looked online for a Tiger Room in Southern California, but with no luck. If anyone knows anything about the Tiger Room, please send me a postcard with some fun details. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram.
The front of my incoming postcard has the Millennium Falcon flying away from two TIE fighters. On the back it reads, Millennium Falcon. Despite her humble origins and shabby exterior, the Millennium Falcon has played a role in some of the greatest victories of the Rebel Alliance. The Falcon looks like a worn-out junker, but beneath her hull, she's full of surprises and adventures. It's postmarked March 27, 2023, but came in a bubble mailer envelope using printed postage from San Anselmo, California. It reads, Clocky, a little something from my trip to Tokyo. Thank you for the postcards and spreading Disney magic. Ta-ta for now, Christine, at Rice Crispy. Thank you so much for the postcard, Christine, and the special gift. The Tokyo Disneyland Resort has the greatest selection of merchandise. I recently purchased a canvas mailbox wall hanging from Tokyo Disneyland. The special gift attached to this postcard was a mystery box with one of six styles of park mailboxes. Upon opening it, the mailbox inside is the ornate Tokyo Disney Sea mailbox located inside Triton's Kingdom in the Mermaid Lagoon section of the park. Looking at the Tokyo Disney park maps, I love that they include the location of their mailboxes. While searching for information about this mailbox, I noticed they now sell mailbox bag charms. It might be time to make a trip to Japan soon. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.